do you? Happy birthday to oh, you. It's not. Happy birthday. I just I'll wait until you feel stupid. <laughs> I already do. So can you yeah, hurry up and cut oh, me yeah, off? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to cut you off now? Um, it Did was... you like my hip thrust with it though? Was, was that a hip thrust that was that was supposed to be? Fuck you, man. What, you, you sitting cockeyed in the chair? That's <laughs> supposed to... That implies hip thrust. Oh, okay. There were kicks, too, that... Uh, you don't even think I'm sexy. Oh, God, I think you're so sexy, dear. <laughs> you don't oh. even want to have sex with me on your birthday. What? I... <laughs> I I just I'm sorry I didn't even think of it that way, like it was supposed to be birthday sex. Birthday sex is a song. I mean, you have to have birthday sex. It's a song. What? Why is that? It's I just uh. I don't know. Do people just like not have sex normally? So when a birthday I, comes around, it's like, oh my god, we have to have sex. Yeah, I think it's more of a celebratory. Like it's usually a man desperately wants his wife to have sex and she's completely frigid after they get married so then she basically only on his birthday and christmas so it's like it's like uh like eating Dale sour Gribble. it's like eating sauerkraut on new year's yeah <laughs> maybe that's why i didn't want to do it because it would be like eating sauerkraut get, come on dude i uh no i didn't i didn't even uh think about it i don't care about my birthday i don't it's just uh clearly how do we celebrate your birthday john well we did uh no that uh, wasn't celebrating you can't call that celebrating then why did you set me up with that verb i was uh, saying it condescendingly well we i i thought it was it was very because what uh my sister said to me she's like i hope you're doing something fun you know just sort of when she sent me a text for my birthday, and I'm like, yep, doing nothing, my favorite thing of all, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just like, uh, we, it was pretty quiet around here, other than we made a trip to, uh, to get some chicken teriyaki. At the mall food court. Fuck yeah, because that's where it's good. We celebrated your mer your birthday. My your birthday <laughs> at the mall food court. That's so sad. Yeah, everybody's singing happy birthday to me. <laughs> it was just kind of weird. It's uh, the 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 Asian guys who made the flash fry. They uh, <laughs> they say L's is R's and they say uh, birthday is birthday for some reason. Um, this is going nowhere. Um, <laughs> I love. That chicken teriyaki, I don't know if we talked about it before on the show, but that, uh, my, it's called Sakio or Sarku, Japan. You actually wanted to buy one of the franchises. I mean, I looked into it. I know I'm not responsible enough. The only reason why I wanted to get one is just so I could have a constant supply of chicken teriyaki. I'm not managing a, fa <laughs> a mall food court place. A fall mood court. On your Murph day. Oh, it'd be so funny. You have to go and yell at cooks for and being late. And tag. And train people and stuff like that. Yeah, it'd be... But you know what? You'd be... It would be... It's like a culinary thing. It really is. I mean, there's an art to that chicken. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, they take the worst part of the chicken. They chop it up and add a bunch of chemicals to it. By and the voila. worst, she means the juiciest 
most phenomenal tasting part of the chicken. Are we okay? sure it's chicken? I, you know what? I don't ask. Okay, <laughs> they they bring out just big flat sheets of what looks like it's probably chicken, but it could be. You know what? It could be. I said to uh, I was saying to Bob that it might be gizzards. I ate gizzards before though. I bought them at the grocery store. Like you would. Uh, and I mean. I don't, it's, it's like fattier, juicier chicken than typically what you get when you get chicken teriyaki anybody, anywhere. Because every, every other place I've gone, I've gotten chicken teriyaki has been a letdown because the bar has been set so high for me. That, from the mall uh, food From court. the mall food court. Mm-hmm. I, I literally cannot, I've loved this stuff since like 94, 93 Oh, that stuff's the best. I wish it was next door. Like, if it was next door, I would... Or we owned one. I would just reek of teriyaki all the time. Here like go. I would just have this... I would just have this... Here's a real air of teriyaki coming from Caparillo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, okay, so how did you originally find this place? Um, It was in... Uh, it was in the mall. I want to say it was in, like, Chapel Hill Mall. Um, and back in Ohio and around Akron, uh, if it wasn't there, then it would have been, you know what? It might've been Belden village in Canton. Yeah, I think it was when Missy, my sister and and her ex-husband moved there for a bit. And that's where we, it's the first place I remember growing up is Canton, Ohio. And Belden village was the spot. That was the mall. It's probably a West village, West something town center, whatever. No, I've. I was there, I mean, how many years ago did I move here? Four years ago? So I would have been there like four or five years ago. You and I went there. Oh, yeah. It's not a place you want to be a little girl by yourself. Well, I don't want to be a little girl by myself. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a mall that you carry your keys in your fingers. <laughs> really? Is it, I, I See, I remember them saying that about the mall uh, in Boardman, right Youngstown that I used to go to, Southern Park. Yeah. And, you know, they say, oh, like, it was so funny. Like, I'd go back, like, after uh, I moved to L.A. And, you know, you just see, you just see people constantly go, oh, I can't go up there anymore. It's that mall's getting bad. And I'm like, it's <laughs> a lot of black people, huh? <laughs> that's what you oh, mean no. by that, isn't it? It's just you're scared of black people because uh, that's what they, I mean, that's what I'm they mean. I'm scared of pe- just, people. I'm scared of white trash. White trash uh, is what scares the fuck out of me. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, anybody who's um, anybody unrefined uh, <laughs> like, uh, is really yeah. They, they just uh, oh, please, sir, stand stand to the side while I get my chicken teriyaki with double meat and they, no like, vegetables. Don't even have valets when I go into Gucci there. Like that's how poor of a place it is. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I I just. Yeah, you and I approach the mall much differently. We, uh, I mean, for what we need. I don't usually go to malls because that's a lot of walking, and I don't like to walk. I don't anymore. I I have Amazon and shit. So yeah, I buy everything online. Shopbop.com is like my poison. Oh, at night. A, yeah. It's in Saks website. I mean, it's they're both sites that you can just like they hold your card and you just go click, and it's like a pretty brown box shows just, up the next day. Do you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, that's uh, that's not you're you're off Groupon now. 
Because you be, used to be, but you used to be like every day we'd have green and white boxes showing up, like just of gonna... just crap that nobody needs. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, I don't buy clothes on Look, Groupon, and then snow I just... skis. <laughs> we have snow skis. Do we? Yeah, we bought we, them. We buy skis. Well, I know we. No, bought we bought we bought the equipment. We we I think we rented the. No, yeah. we got we we snowboarded. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah, we got. Did we did we get snowboards? We bought boots and we yeah. bought helmets and we bought all the equipment except for the actual yeah the boards. actual yeah because I think yeah it was like one of those things we wanted to test out yeah. if we were going to be into it which, which I'm I in don't hindsight like, I don't like having my feet stuck together I prefer skiing and doing splits instead of right feeling right. like a mermaid true true it's uh I just I like to get radical. And yeah, um, if I'm going to get radical at all, I think, I'm, I'm, I mean, I pretty much have to. <laughs> you are you are a lot better at snowboarding than I was. You kicked my ass. And uh, and and I I really appreciate how nice you are by, by saying that. But that's really, I mean, complimenting my snowboarding at all was, uh, that's kind of a stretch. I got no, hurt you, a lot. I fell so much. Going. Though. You get you gave up because you give up at shit that you can't do, which I understand. Um, but uh, like you were just done with that, pretty much. I after like whatever couple hours, you were just like, I I can't do it, so I'm done. There weren't enough Bloody Marys to get me drunk enough to be able to snowboard well. Yeah, see, I couldn't imagine trying to be athletic at all and have any alcohol in my system. But it eases the pain when you fall. Well, I understand that, but I mean, they're just... It gives you liquid courage, bro. <laughs> what? I'm not going to hit on any chicks when I'm fucking... <laughs> when I'm surfing down the mountain, bro. Taking some major tubage. I don't even know why I'm taking tubage, but I'm doing it, dude. Doing the fucking do. I think that's why I did so well surfing last time, is because I got drunk beforehand. Oh, remember, we got on the wrong lift. Oh, yeah, we went up to the Black Diamond. Yeah, we got up to, like, the top, like, We're where, like, uh -oh. yeah, there was, like, a dead body up there and some polar bears. And it was like, oh, shit, there's, how the fuck are we getting down? Looks like you're gonna have to, <laughs> you're gonna have to surf down, bro. I just sat down and scooted down on my butt the whole way. <laughs> it took me four days. Mm-hmm. And I insisted on, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll get this. I'm gonna get this. Oh, oh, God. Well, you're usually a complainer, that hurts. so I expected to go there and you would spend 20 minutes doing it and then be like, this sucks, let's go back because we rented a cabin and the dogs were staying in the cabin. So I figured we'd be there for literally less than a half hour and you'd want to go back to the cabin. I did want to. But... No, 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 no. I was the one going, you sure you want to go again? Really? <laughs> like, I was done by like an hour in and you kept going. I just well, wanted to wear you out. There's part of me too that's also like, I, I just feel like, when we go do shit like that, that I, I gotta, I gotta show you a good time. Like I owe it to you to have an experience. I and would I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. You know, the, the anchor every day in your life. So I um, I try to, I try to have some fun and fucking catch some tubes okay you need to stop with fucking that fucking gnarly nar so anyways i was gonna say that i'm better than buying clothes on Wish i was better at surfer top can i i've tried to say the story five thousand times and you keep interrupting me all mm -hmm. i wanted to say is that i'm wearing clothes from groupon right now but you fucked me up mm. i'm wearing clothes from groupon right now mm. 
Okay, no, I'm the just, I'm yielding, started. I'm yielding the floor to you. I just want <laughs> to make sure you're done. I was just saying, we started talking about online shopping, and I was saying that I don't buy clothes from Groupon, and then I look down and I'm wearing a workout shirt from Groupon. Yeah, you got socks with fucking toes in them. That's, I just came back from Pilates. That's really, you know... I, I know, they're I, disturbing. I don't, uh... I mean, if I had... If I had disturbing footwear on, I would have changed it by now. But that... That's just me coming from my heart. That's just that's just me being real with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm just, just trying to say that I I wouldn't I wouldn't just put my fucking toes on display for you. No, I'm just gonna sit here quietly. And oh, see you're where yielding you go with the this. floor to me as, as well. Really? <laughs> it's like a silent filibuster. You won't get that, but uh, I know what a filibuster Timmy is. Timmy will. Timmy, it, you get it, don't no, you? Wait. <laughs> a filibuster is when in a courtroom they try to. That's not a courtroom. Well, it's in a law place. It's in Congress. In Congress. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, it's in go a law on. place in Congress. Where they want to change something, but it has to last a long period of time, and then you have to keep talking for that entire period of time. Basically, the uh, the issue's not closed until everybody's done talking. So they just talk ad nauseum, like they just, I mean, they'll read the dictionary just to be. It's like being petulant children. It's oh, amazing. You can do it. You'd have no trouble being being a filibuster. Nah, I'd, I'd feel like a dick. I would. I'd feel I'd feel so bad. Like really, because you have no problem talking nonstop in my ear. Well, it all comes out now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I I always feel like if I'm ever like the uh I, I when I like if I go to the comedy store and they let me just jump in the middle of the lineup, I bump people. You know, or at the comedy magic club when they don't like you, right? I always feel bad that I'm like if if like yeah, if they don't like me or if I don't, I don't want to take up people's time. I don't want to be uh, intrusive, so I couldn't do that filibuster thing. No, so in answer to your question about me as a senator, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not do well as a filibuster. I. Do you All think right. she just woke up one day and said, "I'm going to law school"? I, I, I'll tell I'll tell one of my uh, my best friend's uh, story secondhand. But you know who KRS One is? In Snap. You know who KRS One is? Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing my own personal quotes, and someone's going to get my legally blonde quotes over here. If you're over there saying that only Timmy's going to understand what you're saying, no, he's not going to only understand. I'm telling his story. I'm telling something he did. Well, you didn't get my legally blonde quotes. No, I didn't. Okay, carry on. Anyway. Bruiser. We're we're just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stalled that one out. <laughs> Even Scobie's fucking falling asleep, dude. Uh, he a uh, uh, KRS one is um he's a rapper who like is it's what is it? KRS one stands for knowledge rules superior over everyone. And the guy is always on a soapbox like or at least he used to be back in like the 80s and 90s and the you know he was a, he was the lead of a of a group called Boogie Down Productions back in the late 80s until Scott LaRock got killed look there's a lot of history there but no. KRS-One 
he started some sort of group that like I don't know what they were doing, but Timmy went down to the um wherever the guy was speaking on some things. Of course <laughs> Timmy. <did>. Timmy. <laughs> whatever whatever he was it was it was some sort of conference a, a meeting about this first thing that that KRS one was starting. And um so there he opens the floor to questions after a you know, a few hours of whatever his presentation was. And Timmy just decides to get up and, and say, and mind you, he was a fan of, of his, but he just decides to go, he raises his head. Did, did you ever, did you ever consider the, the rap name MC filibuster? <laughs> and just got dead silence to like, <laughs> I think they all like stared at him and waited for him to leave. You know, I, that's that's great, sir. Could you could you please sir <laughs> and be on the old dusty trail there? Just let me get by. Oh, forgot my hat. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he told me that when he got home, it was just it was funny because he just he knew he'd bombed with it, but it was just it was funny to us because we always talked about how much that guy uh, talks incessantly. Is Timmy going to be on the podcast next week when he's here? I hope so. Yeah. Yay, Timmy! Uh, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Yes, I, I would of course welcome Timmy and uh, his 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 girl Sam. Uh, she she may also. I don't know. if We have enough mics, but we have two. That's four people. So no, John. So we don't. Yeah, we do. We have. I mean, we could be like sides. Be like a game show. Me and you. And then, all right, fine. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I don't want to exclude Sam, so she is also welcome to. No, I know. We have two. So either two people share or one people doesn't share. Generally, I'm just going (laughs) to talk a lot and people are going to listen. I basically just will have Timmy here to laugh, you know, so instead of just, instead of fucking glaring at me like you are right now. I'll have Timmy here to I'm laugh. Not even and Sam That's will laugh too. Yeah. You guys will laugh. You think I'm funny. Uh, you don't sigh. That fucking sigh I get all the time. It's so pronounced. <laughs> and fuck that shit. So my birthday was uh a big bang. Um, I, uh, yeah, we, we, we got chicken, we got some food court chicken, and, uh, we're on our way. Uh, I even asked, I was like, can I bake you a cake, or cupcakes, or go to Krispy Kreme and get you donuts, and you're like, nah, I bought ice cream bars. God, you're so unfun. You won't even blow because out a single it's a th- candle. it's like, what, what, why, how is that different from any other day? It's like that you you could you if you were over in Burbank on any other day the Krispy Kremes right there it, it, I would be mad at you if you didn't get them I mean I was uh, willing to drive 2 hours out of my way to get you donuts But, but, but for what uh, just because it happens to be, it's my 39th birthday yay it's uh it's just a it just doesn't matter <laughs> it's just a dumb birthday it's real. Have you always count. been that way about your birthday? Uh, yeah. I mean, 
as a kid, like any kid, I think you, um, I think you kind of look at birthdays and holidays as, you know, your time, your, your income days, basically. Yeah, anytime right. you're going to get any, anything you need or want, you're going to get, bank. and I, um, I, I look forward to my birthday for that, but I got over it pretty early because I just, my birthday is September 22nd, and that means school has started. I mean, it's, it's pretty fresh, and so that just prevented me from ever really looking forward to my birthday. I hated my birthday, like, because it's like it just meant... Uh, you know, yay, dead leaves and fucking school and cold and probably going to get beat up, you know? <laughs> it was just awful. I hated... Did you really I, get beat up that much at school? I got I got a lot of threats. I mean, it was like I was... Which is even worse. It's like horror versus terror. It's like just having to... The looming threat of bullies all the time. Like, I'm going to kick your ass... Oh man, when's this gonna happen? And it's like it's uh you're basically you know that looming threat is there every day and it's just plus there's just I'm just I get to go to high school every day where it's like I get to I get to feel like shit because <laughs> I don't I just don't I didn't enjoy it. At least not until eleventh grade was kinda cool. That's when I me and Bob really started hanging out, and Timmy, the, it was the following year after my senior year. I had known them before that, but yeah. In third grade, Derek told me he was about to get me pregnant, and I was, like, scared every day. Like, oh, God, am I going to get pregnant in math class or in reading class or at recess? When am I about to get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> that was like... <laughs> Derek was her teacher, um, by the way. Hmm. <laughs> No, I, um, I, yeah, I had, uh, that's the thing, it's like, up until, up, up until fourth grade when we moved, I mean, I had, I, I, I had that part covered, like, the girl part, I had my, like, you know, repeating girlfriend every year from, well, first, second, third, fourth grade, and then we left, but I, that was, that was, and then it was like after that it was never the same it was like it was like as soon as we got to back to east liverpool and i started school there that's when it was like all of a sudden everybody's like hey you are in fact unattractive sir it was like oh shit i had to fucking deal with this now I, I, it was so it 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 was jarring because i was like i was kind of cool in uh, uh, in Canton for a minute, I felt like I was. I felt like I was in the in crowd for a minute in Canton, and then uh, I was not. <laughs> it was uh, pretty quick. Oh, so did you not have birthday parties and stuff because you just didn't have that many friends growing up? Um. Well, see, I had a lot of friends. I mean, I don't want to say I don't. I didn't have. You've met, I mean, you've met uh, the ones that I've kept, you no, know, I'm, major contact with. I'm like, so uh, impressed that you are still friends with the people that you grew up with. Like, I don't have that. Right. Well, I have a couple friends, well, basically Audra. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's the only one that, like, from high school that came to my wedding and that I keep in 
semi semi contact with, but I yeah. don't. I was never that close to anybody growing up. Yeah. See, I was close to a. I mean, I was close friends with. I mean, what Bob, Suchin, and Timmy were like really close friends. Like you know, like I felt like all three of those guys. I mean, could you know could be considered my best friend. And then, you know, I, uh, I had friends before them, but you know, never like these men, but (laughs) it was like, we really just, uh, you know, we've, we just kind of had that bond where it was like, you know, I don't know. I feel like those guys started hanging out with me and 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 the girls dried up like it was like <laughs> there were there were girls around and then they hung out with Cap and then somehow now you got to share in my misery of no girls but I just look at popularity is the person who has friends and if you had friends how can you say you weren't popular right right that's that's very true that's very true I I think that I guess I looked at it as I never really, I couldn't figure out women, obviously. You still can't. Oh, I got it down now. I mean, you know, I always know what to say. But uh, (laughs) it's, uh, where are you going? Wait, wait. (laughs) But I guess, like, the getting attention from them was something that eluded me uh, on a very consistent basis. And... So, in that sense, I didn't look at myself as popular because I wasn't popular enough to, I guess, overcome their lack of attraction to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like I do now. Like, with being funny and being on TV and being good at what I do and everything got me you. So, you correlate... <laughs> got me your attention. You correlate popularity with bitches and hoes. Um, I did then, of course. I think but your you, version right there is actually more more accurate. Like, if you have a lot of friends, you are therefore popular. Sure. But I think that every every kid growing up, no matter how many friends he has, no matter how many dudes are like, oh, man, I love that guy. He's a good dude. This is the guy. If he, there's no girls and he's really, really yearning for girls... He's going to feel like something's missing, so uh, he, you know, and then he's going to open fire on everybody. Say, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be, he's going to fucking flip out. It's, uh, I, I, you know, I just flipped out and did comedy, but uh, I just, yeah, I, I think that I had a bond with my really close friends. Like, I mean, you know, it was almost like they hung, it was like different groups. I mean, Bob... Bob introduced me to Suchin. I remember the first night was we went we all went to the movies and I remember Suchin's a real hostile dude like or he was back then like when you first meet him because like you know it was basically Whitey keeping him down and he was just like not fucking he just he just didn't like another white kid like you know great what's this one gonna say and uh, yeah he's remember, voiced that as an adult where I think he took more shit growing up than you remember. Yeah, but I, I, you know what, I looked at a paper that I wrote for, uh, for a class, and, um, you know, <laughs> such, and I, I featured your family as, uh, for a, 
for a dealing with diversity paper, but um, <laughs> I uh, I I wrote I, I, I did been able I to guess, do that in Marietta. I guess I did realize that the at, at that time I guess I did realize that you know he was pretty you know he was angry about it, and I think when he first met me it was like you know uh, I bet this one's gonna suck too. I remember I get in the back of their his parents Camry and uh it was his mom's car and uh we were going to the movies and I'm like why does it smell like a dentist's office in here cuz I always got to say shit and uh and he's like maybe because my mom's a doctor like it's just like <laughs> oh I mean that's that's a good point sir sorry <laughs> um and by the end of the night we we were like best friends I mean it was like I, I, that me and that dude were just, yeah, we, we just, we hit it off. And I think I did, I think I had it that way with a lot of my close friends. I mean, you know, with Timmy, it was like, you know, we hung out in the Kool-Aid hideout or honeycomb hideout in his basement. It was, uh, me, him, me, Timmy, Timmy's brother, Eric, and then, uh, Steve, BJ, and, uh, fine, go ahead with, with BJ. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. It was just you were naming off like every boy's name ever. Right, like, a lot of dudes, <laughs> a lot of dudes' names. Oh yeah, okay. So you have a friend named B.J. King. Yeah. And that never crossed your mind that his name was B.J. King. Nah. Until your wife pointed it out that you had a friend named B.J. King. B.J. King. B.J. King. You're getting a lot of uh, publicity on this uh, particular <laughs> podcast. No, Hope I you know mean- that. I, I, I'm writing I, our I, wedding invitations, and I'm like, uh, and I'm yeah. writing down BJ King, and I'm like, huh, huh, you got a friend named Blowjob King, and you're like, what? And I'm like, I didn't say what. Then I was, <laughs> I was aware that it was just, I just didn't. I, I, what did I? I've known, I've known BJ since at least ninth or tenth grade. Tenth grade, I remember he used to come like because he used to live That's a the street over. That's prime age to be like, oh my god, I have a friend named Blowjob King. But I, I, first of all, I wasn't a dick, and I wasn't a frat boy, and I didn't, and plus, I really didn't know what a blowjob was until, ah, probably 2004, and I, uh, I'm kidding, I'm exaggerating, but I really- How old were you when you got your blowjob? Oh, shit, uh, after I lost my virginity, so it would have been, uh, 21. Actually, I was the same, I had sex before I did anything else. Right. It's, yeah, it's, uh, usually it should be that way. I mean, you know, if you're going to get that personal. What? I no. don't know. I look at sex differently than you do. Let's not get off track. Carry on. So, <laughs> but I, I never, I never thought of, uh, until you pointed that out, I just, he was just always B, BJ, he just, I never thought, he was my friend. I just never thought of it. Plus, I didn't, I never really... The colloquialism BJ, I don't remember where that really came into my awareness or vernacular. You make fun of me because I didn't think ain't was a word until I was in fourth grade. I right, never 94. Heard you thought the word ain't was invented in 1994. I didn't say that BJ wasn't invented or that wasn't, that wasn't used as far as a, a, a way to refer to that, but I'm just saying I didn't. I wasn't aware of it. And I could watch R-rated movies, like, as a kid. And, I mean, I wasn't sheltered at all as far as that goes. It just 
the one that got by me, I guess. But I don't know. He was just my friend. I just, okay, I, so he's still my friend. I love the dude. He's a fucking great guy. I wish he'd move here. So, Steve, Anthony, John, Sal, you were naming off a bunch of dudes' Steve, names. Steve, BJ, and Eric hung out at Timmy's. And I would go over there, hang out. Then I'd go to Sutchins and hang out with him and Bob. Then I'd go hang out with uh, my sister and her husband because they fucking wanted to be entertained. I can't I can't imagine what people did without me. And uh, <laughs> I was just like, I would, I would, and, and then I'd go, you know, there'd be a lot of basketball too. So, you know, whether I went with Neil or I went with, uh, you know, Timmy, we all used to go play ball and stuff like that. So it was just, I had a really, really just packed schedule of social life that did not include any women other than people I was related to. And I, um, it's, it's, uh, it was just, I really, that's one of the reasons I needed to move to LA because, uh. I needed to, uh, I needed to get away from, uh, people loving me. So. Yeah, no problem there. <laughs> I still like to com compartmentalize groups of friends. Like, I always think that this group of friends is good for, I don't know, drinking and shopping. And this group of friends is good for drinking and shopping. Okay, mm -hmm. So my friends are only good for drinking and shopping. Right, <laughs> right, right. I usually see, like, different groups. I mean, I always had that growing up. Like, I had... You know, Audra was the good friend that we could just sit in her room and literally talk about whatever. And then I'd have my party group friends. And then I'd have the, you know, you compartmental, compartmental. Why can I not say compartmentalize? Look, it, it, it's, uh, I, <laughs> we're running out of time here on the, uh, <laughs> on the radio hour. Anyway, my, my, my friends that I had when I was a kid have, you know, I mean, I guess they've just carried into adulthood. I wish they lived, I wish they lived next door. I mean, that would be awesome if they think, lived here. Do you think if they lived next door, you would have had a birthday party? Or they would come over and play basketball and go swimming with us? Do you actually think that you would see them more if they lived closer? Um, or they would hate me. I mean, you know, there's always a possibility that, they're you know. They're shiny and glittery it. because they're 6,000 miles away. No, I, I think they were definitely, uh, well, we'd still be, we'd still be close. We'd still all be really close unless obviously something cataclysmic happens, you know. Uh, I don't okay. know what would, but, you know, if, uh, what? One of your friends is a dentist in Ohio. Yes, Sachin. Yeah, I just don't like naming people and they don't want it. <laughs> Anyways, what if he was a dentist here? Can you really relate to him? He works a nine-to-five and has a business going and stuff. Like, how... If, um, if you were to meet yeah. him here, would you actually be friends with him? I mean, and I love... Well, not meet not him here. Like, no, no, not meet... If I met him here, it'd be completely different. We have our, our history to get... That's why, like... It's... It, you know... I mean, for me, it's like I... My friends from when I was young and before I got, you know, into comedy, my friends who were around when people were just saying, you should be a comedian, those are the ones that I still can have a conversation with, still relate to, still, you know, 
like I know you always want to make new friends and stuff like that, and it's because like I'm a, I'm any... a pain in the ass because I I I look at it like every I'm objectified in every social situation. You know, like I told you that the other night, I was I was telling a story just a group of just a, a friend introduced me to some other people, and I told a story, and of course I get done with that story, and they're like. You should you should do that up there on stage. It's like, oh, can't. <laughs> that is annoying. And it, it's just like I feel like everything I say is gonna be uh, is gonna be under a microscope. It's gonna be like, oh, look, he's doing it. He's doing it. Like you know, like you know, he said he's he said he grinds his gears. <laughs> like oh, look, he's doing it. Um, so you think it's different because you're quote famous? Like having friendships now is different than well, if. I, I just think my friends personally, my friends from when I was younger, uh, and I think a lot of people who get into show business who basically market their personality, you know, it, it, to in a sense, it's what I've done, is uh, they do tend to go back to the home base where they trust, you know, sometimes foolishly. They do, and people take advantage of them and everything else. But, you know, the friends that I had before my my personality was, you know, a commodity of any sort, they're, they're the ones that I still feel like I can be at ease around and just, we can just talk and laugh and nobody's, they just, you know, it's like, yeah, Cap ended up doing what, he wanted to do and that's awesome and we're we're glad for him but you know so i remember so did so did such and such and was you know it was hard for him going through med school man i mean taking the test to get into med school it was like it was a nightmare and you know bob was just always like really talented with you know videography and yeah he and cuts just, all your caplets uh, yeah he's the guy who uh who's who's basically edits yeah He's, he's the man behind the curtain of caplets. He's the guy, and um, you know, but um, which I hate that. But uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's you know he always had a talent for that since way back when we were young. So he he interned at like CBS this morning or something like that. Like you I know, mean, so, I was an intern at NBC. So bring it on, Bob. Uh, bring it on, Bob. Apparently, <laughs> I guess there's a challenge, <laughs> but um. But it's just like we look at each other now, and it's like, hey, yeah, we're fucking, we're a bunch of middle-aged, older, middle-aged men, and look, we uh, we made it. We as together, we made it. Not like I don't feel like so, uh, like such a sore thumb in a group situation when you know uh, people are poking at me and shit. I'm jealous that you maintain these friendships but what do you suggest for someone like me who never really bonded with anyone growing up and I didn't really know anyone moving to LA so now that I'm here I'm settled I love my life and I want to be able to share it with friends and go to restaurants with friends and do all the things that you don't want to do and I'm not mm. that's not a jab at you but I want to <laughs> go to fucking restaurants and hang out at the beach how Usually, if you find... gotta clarify, it's not Shut a up. jab at me. It's probably a jab at me. But if I don't have the friendships that I had before you, and I don't know anyone here, how am I supposed to find friends? 
Um, well, I, I, I think that's that really sad, that, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't. I, well, oh, I think, yeah, Jamie's I think the way still it's sitting in the corner. I, I think that you still, um, sell yourself short as far as your personality, because I still think that when you were a kid, you hung out with the other cheerleaders and, you know, in your adulthood, it's like. I mean, you're, it, it, we're not, we're not separated by that anymore. I have friends that I've made in, you know, since I moved to LA. I mean, I'm, it's not that I don't have good friends from here. It's just, they're not the same type of friends. I feel like television fucked up my idea of friendships. Like Sex in the City put me over the edge where like, I don't even know how to act now because I had this ideal, idolized idealism, big words again, of... Like, okay, so you fantasy. have this, this yeah. fantasy, exactly, of, like, you have this group of friends, and you're all really close, and you go to dinners and events and all these things together, and some of you guys fight, and some of you don't, and you all talk shit about each other, and it's just one big happy fucking family. I want that, and that doesn't exist, because I try to talk shit on my friends, and they get mad about it, but I just thought we were all a group of friends. Well, you just said, though, that, that like, on Sex in the City, they all fight, and they make up a... I mean, well, the thing is, the is nobody gets hurt on TV because it's, you know. They, like, I can't, for my birthday, I couldn't have just gone and, like, had a big dinner together because none of my friends get along with each other. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, I still think as you get older, you're, you're just going to naturally broaden your scope as far as the type of people you hang out with and you'll hang out with I don't think that you really need that many people to hang out with as you get older either I mean you know you just kind of everybody sort of narrows it down and you know has I really wish you know you uh, one or all of the friends that I just mentioned for you know from my uh, younger days as my childhood lived here but they don't so i still have you know i still have friends like you know you like fucking ellis and uh you know yeah kevin i mean i mean guys i see you know i mean chicago i have no but i have friends that i see like at the comedy store and stuff like that but i'm i'm uh you know i'm a we're getting i'm talking about me though as far as you I, you know what? I don't know. Um, but I do know that you shouldn't sell yourself short as far as I think you still, I think you still carry it with you that certain people won't like you and you, 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 you don't think that your personality and your brain are good enough to make you attractive to prospective groups of friends and that's not true because you are and i don't want to hang out with smart people they're so annoying well smart people (laughs) don't want to hang out with fucking stuck up little girls (laughs) and say this smart people are so annoying i mean fucking just you get to stick out of your ass and fucking 
I mean, hang out with some people. I just want just... some bitches who want to go get some margaritas, man. Oh, man. Hang out with some bitches who fucking watch Star Wars or something, you uh, know? Yeah, yeah, like dude. Yeah. You you came to you came to an, a forty be... year old man to ask you how to get <laughs> twenty year old girlfriends. So I mean, I don't want it to just sound like I'm like I'm searching for friends because going out with friends sounds exhausting. I don't like to meet new people. I don't like to deal with it. I don't even know busy. where this came from. What I'm gonna try to verbalize something, and I know it's not gonna come out right. But you were saying that you weren't popular because there weren't girls who hung out with your group of guy friends. And I don't feel that I learned how to hang out with girls because growing up, my high school boyfriend, all the girls hated me because of him. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was constantly this jealousy thing because mm-hmm. I had the the only guy who was somewhat attractive in our podunk town of Ohio. Right, like, right. So all the girls hated me and there was like this weird, and he brainwashed the fuck out of me and all this kind of stuff. So I never really got... It, basically, I'm saying I had the opposite. I had the guy and no girls. You had the guys and no girl. Yeah, which I I, I think the thing is, is I would look at... Kobe's looking at me like I'm such a twat. <laughs> well, yeah, he's... Oh, God, you're he's talking like, about it again, again, mother. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that... Get over it. But what you're saying, though, is, like, I, I think that it's always the classic case of grass is always greener. Like, I would look at... A guy who has a lot of chicks and gets into all that drama with chicks fucking fighting over him. Fucking chicks, man. You know, fucking taking pictures of his abs. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that dude. I I would be like, oh, man, I would, you know, I'd love to be, you know, I'd love to be that guy. You'd like to be basically anybody for a day. But it's like you, once you really find out what it is, you know, to be somebody for longer than a day it's like you know because anybody would look at i me and bob were talking about it the other day like you know making fun of ourselves for being dorks and you know just hanging out in his basement and fucking watching movies and uh, watching more movies <laughs> and you know having the blue standby screen on while we talked about movies and uh you know the only regret i have really is that i didn't enjoy it i didn't fully enjoy the time that i had and really you know really enjoy it really enjoy and embrace the fact that i had such good friends and that we could all be together for you know a few years before we had to go be grown-ups and i i didn't get to be or i didn't get to i didn't have that enjoyment and i didn't embrace it because i was too hung up on why aren't there more bitches on, on, on my knee? And uh, I, or any bitches on my knee, or why don't they call? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, why don't I know any? I, I just don't think that, you know, I, it sucks for any anybody who's in high school, anybody who's young like that. I mean, people get so hung up on, relationships and you did too you got hung up on a relationship you were in one i was hung up on man i wish i could be in one and you don't really enjoy what's in front of you you know the 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 big picture and so 
it, I guess in the, at the end of the day, life just sucks either way. <laughs> it's just everything just fucking sucks. Okay, and so to go back onto your birthdays, when you had this group of friends that you lived with in Ohio, did you celebrate your birthdays then? No, I really? no no. I I think the only birthday party I had was at McDonald's birthday party that, <laughs> that Bob said he came to when I was in I think sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, sixth grade. Okay, McDonald's birthday parties are like third grade and under. Yeah, that's what they said when uh, <laughs> when I went and uh, applied for the uh, permit, but um. <laughs> I remember, yeah, you got to like fucking you, you you just own like the back end of McDonald's and you played Can Man and uh you just like it was a game it was like basketball with a can that was pushed up to a booth. I don't what? know. It was they, they they like had the McDonald's person who like hosted your birthday party and so it was like, All right guys, we're gonna play Can Man and all right, guys, we're going to play, uh, go behind the building and get touched and not talk about it. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. That's the party that I want to be invited that to. Game, that game never really took off because the title really was just kind of <laughs> ridiculous. But I, I just, it was, uh, I don't think I really had birthday parties other than that. I, my mom threw me the best birthday parties growing up. Like, I have to give her so much credit for it. Till like, when? I mean, till you left? Till my last big, my I, my 16th birthday was a surprise party. Like, I went to the mall with my friends, and then we lived on top of a hill, and we were driving up, and, like, all my friends and everybody were outside, like, surprise! And, like, we had a pool, so everybody was, like, swimming, and then there was, like, a volleyball set up, and then my mom had invited, like, my friend's brother, who had a band, he played, and it was, like, mm. that was my last big, it was, like, a big surprise party. But oh, then, wow. but then the following year, I had an abortion two days before my birthday, so it kind of ruined my birthday from then on. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a caller. Do we have any callers? That's what I think about on my birthday every time now. Come on, dude. <laughs> every one of your stories ends with, but then I had an abortion a couple days later. Like. <laughs> God, dude! <laughs> I had every... a big party with my sixteenth, and then I had an abortion two days before my seventeenth birthday party, and I never celebrated a birthday since. And this is because you were caught up in relationships and shit that you shouldn't be doing when you're that age. It was it was shit that was shit that I would have loved. I would have loved to have the the issue of you know instead of no birthday party and just. You know, just just lame shit happening. I mean, just nothing. I don't even know what we did on my birthday. Dinner with my parents. No, we, <laughs> like we instead would of that, I'd have a pregnant chick. It'd be awesome. But I remember one year there was like we went to the water slides and then we went to the race tracks one year and like bet on horses. Like in fifth grade, that was like my fifth or sixth grade birthday was at yeah. the racetrack betting. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and sixth grade for me was fucking McDonald's. No, yeah, I'm not even you, joking. You're betting on horses when you're in fifth. We well, I mean, we went after. to the we went to the horse track a few times when I was that age, but not never for a birthday party. No. The roller skating rink, of course. Yeah, but that was it was in Canton. Yeah. We had badass roller skating. Okay, rinkies. so next August is my thirtieth, and next September is your fortieth. Are mm -hmm. we gonna actually have like 
legit birthday parties? Um, not if I can help it. I mean, I don't know. You don't want my birthday memories to be a fucking hose up my twat. Okay, but the thing is, is you can't depend on me for, you know, you depend on me for stability and, um, and, and opinions. No, I don't. I depend on you. Okay, I'm not going to celebrate my birthday without you. And if you're going to complain the whole time, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have a say. Because I'd rather just sit at home with you than... Wait, what did we do this year? We we went to a concert for your birthday. The day before my birthday. The day of okay, my birthday. It's because I just I bought tickets for the... I mean, don't be don't get into semantics here. I, uh... I, we can do something... I, I mean... For your birthday, it's like, I don't know, how much do you want to, I don't know what you, do you want, do you really want, do you really want to count on me to, to like plan? I have to count on you. I guess we'll you. go to the not, water slides or something, I guess. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about some water slides. You gotta find some water slides quick. <laughs> I'll build them. I don't care. We can do whatever, man. This we is can... no fucking parties. People fucking getting drunk and loud. We could go to Cabo or we could go to Six Flags and I will be happy just the same. We could go to fucking Dave and Buster's and I'll think it's a fucking treat. Can we go out to that meadow where all those ponies were? Yes. And you'll just go feed them carrots? Yes. Uh, See, I could could think of a bunch of like like non-party related stuff that you could like for your birthday but going to a meadow and feeding ponies is something i can do every day but you can do everything every day but my 30th i want to have a party watch me be like fucking knocked up again all my birthdays (laughs) i'm fucking knocked up (laughs) i don't i i mean it's uh all right, yeah, what do you want to do for your 40th? We The only birthday party you and I have gone to together was for I your friends. I want to recover from your 30th oh, is Jesus. what I want to do. I don't, I don't, for me, I don't care. Like you you were asking this year and I was like, uh, you know, if like we got to go to like a photographer or something like that with the dogs, like that would be fun because I just so I can take think some it's funny. Pics. And uh, no, keep your clothes on. They go <laughs> naked. You don't. But you, uh, you took them, you took them to, what was it, Petco or something? No, it was Maxwell. It was Max, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know, it was, I thought it was Petco. We don't go to Petco, and I don't wear Groupon clothes. I wear Groupon clothes. Sorry, I, whenever you're done talking to me from the, your high horse, could you, uh, <laughs> please get down here and tell me about, uh, the, um. I took them to Maxwell Dog, and there was a photo shoot there where, there was a photographer, and the boys had to sit up on this little pedestal and eat an ice cream cone, which <laughs> obviously didn't go well, because I have two arms and two boys that like to pull in different directions, and then ice cream I, cones yeah. were involved, and it was a fucking mess. I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I could have gone with you for that. I had to shoot caplets that night, and I was trying to get ready for the set, so that's why I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, normally be there for that to help mm-hmm. you rein them in but uh i usually when i go to the vet and stuff like that i don't want you being left out with that shit well because scooby's like a fucking parrot and he has to crawl like he can't be on his feet around other people like he gets so much anxiety being like in public that he demands that i pick him up and carry him mm-hmm. but i have to carry him like he's a toddler like on my hip 
And then Barney is a fucking dog. He's just, just sniffing everything. Oh, yeah. he's like dragging me all over the place. And I got Scooby like chewing on my hair. It's just a mess. Yeah. Barney found 40 bucks for me once doing that, though. He's, uh, but he's annoying. <laughs> he did. It was under, it was under the register when we were checking out at, at Petco. Cause we went to Petco before, before the queen got here. And, uh, <laughs> he was sniffing around under there. I'm like, Barney, get out of there. Quit it. And then he just, he coughs up 40 bucks. I was like, <laughs> dude, all right. Thank you. This will pay for your treats. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it it was funny because we looked at the proofs and they they weren't ready for a they 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 were used to good dogs, I guess. Oh yeah, the photographer kept because it was an ice cream cone that had peanut butter in the middle of it, and then it was the ice cream part was made out of yogurt, honey, and um, sweet potatoes, and so all the other like polite dogs there were licking the cone like. Like licking the cone. Boring dog does that. Our dogs are just like taking a bite out of the cone. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, like it's crumbling in my hand. We had to go through like 30 cones. Like everybody's pissed off at me because I've just got these bad kids running the place. (laughs) Imagine there's this line of people with with like a a poodle, a German shepherd, a fucking (laughs) cocker spaniel, all mad. Like, man, lay this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Her badass dogs that keep chomping the ice cream. They got a lot of ice cream that way, though. That's why I see they're smart. They're smart, yeah. Yeah, they're smart and fat. Um, My family was in town last week, and they were even saying that to Scobie. They're like, "Uh, you've you've gained a little weight there, kid. That's what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, they can be rude like that. A little bit. I mean, they said that to you when the first time we went to their place. Oh, yeah, they're very judgmental on weight. I was, was like, I mean, that was like one of the first things. I forget who said it. Oh, they. It just, I mean, every you're time. Fat. I'm like, dude, what are, <laughs> are you, Bobby Lee's dad? Like, what are you, <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> I've gotten um, uh, what the fuck's it called? Injectables in my lips like a couple times, like not a lot. Like people who know me can't even tell, and I haven't done it in almost a year. But every time my grandma sees me. Like, and this is multiple times within the year since the last time I've done it. She'll be like, what's wrong with your lips? Did they mess up? It just doesn't look good. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's weird because I got the injectables because I was already self-conscious. But, yeah, that helps. Yeah, you, you usually, like, that's it's kind of like what, what, what kids do. They point at you and they, they notice your flaws <laughs> and they just yell about them. Like, yeah. you know, I mean... What's wrong with your head? Why are you so... You're fat. You're fatter than you used to be, John. I know. My grandma even said that about a kid on one of my favorite TV shows. She's like, I don't like that one. The one that has the weird face. You know, the one with the ugly face. I can't stand his face. And I'm like, who fucking says something like that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm hoping it's because she's like 80 and she hasn't just always been that way, but... Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... Yes, there's other eighty year olds that aren't that <laughs> that aren't that mad. She's usually very nice though, so I don't know. That's weird. She it's weird. She goes back and forth. She's very polite, but then she'll say stuff that's like, "Whoa, please let no one have heard you." <laughs> very very sweet person. Every every now and then she'll she'll walk past a kitten and stomp on him. But you know, <laughs> she's, she's nice. Other than that, you know, it's uh, 
Yeah, they like act like they're all like professional like weightlifters and like fit people, and it's like they have no right to say shit, but yet they do, myself included. Well, I mean, you're you're in shape, dear. I mean, it's uh, only because they make obvious. me be. Wait, uh, if, yeah, is 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 it that? Is it the the pressure? I think so. Yeah, well, yeah, I live with that myself. Ugh. Well, today we've learned that I have no friends, and my family's mean to me, so I have an eating disorder. Mm, um. yeah. <laughs> Next week we will talk to we'll talk to Barney about licking his penis. Um, we uh, did we have any questions or anything before we wrap this up? Um, Adam asks, do you ever let people open for you on the road? Uh, well, I I let my you know, my, you know, what, Adam Mark. asked this. Mark Ellis opens for me on the road. He's my uh, usual opener. Um, Byron he... Bowers is going to be with you in Houston. Oh, is then... he this week? I yeah. didn't I didn't realize that. Byron's going to be with Ellis you in Houston, and then Mark's going to be with you in Tempe, and then Byron's going to be with you in D.C. Oh, and then cool. we need to find an opener for you for Des Moines. Okay, don't, don't don't put that on the out on the. I'm not putting that out on the wire. Okay, it's uh, I'll, I'll it's get. It's usually Mark Ellis or I'll Byron Bowers, but, but I, uh, every I, once in a while, typically I take else. I take people who I I know because I don't I I need to know what they're gonna do so they don't end up talking about the exact same shit or something that I do and you know. So it's it's plus it's good to have like somebody that you get along with and you're friendly with because you know you got to work together. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, sorry. Let me find another one real quick. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah, uh, what, that that, that <laughs> that's like old music right there, honey. Thank you. It's uh, 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 <laughs> great. Um, while I'm stalling for time, go to johncaparulo.com for tickets and caplets. Yeah, Caplets is on Hulu and uh, your YouTube page, which is John Caparulo Comedy. And, of course, you can find everything and links to shit from johncaparulo.com. Okay. This, this month's Caplets is going to suck, but next month's is we shot it, and it was my favorite one so far. What? Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. The, I mean, yeah. I could tell. I mean, okay, so September's Caplets comes out, and you say on the recap how you thought it was like a D-plus performance. And I never see that. I always think it's an A. I'm still amazed that you, you but, don't see it. But what I'm getting at is that October's Caplets, I could tell from where I was standing that you were liking that one. Like yeah. you had a little bit of a glimmer in your eye that it was like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. So I knew you were going to like it, but I've also felt that way before and been mistaken. So yeah, it's, what the fuck it, do I it know? It was just, it's fun to, uh, I basically, I mean, I said it on the recap, but I... You know, I, it's fun to, uh, you know, I wrote it in the car. So it's fun to have something that, you know, it's just such a fresh idea. Find out that it works and it's so, you know, relatable and everybody laughed at it. It's just, it's, um, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole reason you do comedy, people. Is for that. Oh, for laughter. It, well, to, but to have people laugh at your stuff the stuff that's in your head i'm familiar with that comedy brings laughter john i get the concept there's more layers to it jamie <laughs> it could be that Fucking simple really smart mouth um see bad boy brett says john can you see yourself on a stage like madison square garden one day would love to see it would love to see it 
Um, I appreciate that. Uh, and that would be awesome because I I remember growing up watching Dice. Andrew Dice Clay like was the first comedian I remember who you know, it was such a big deal. He sold out Madison Square Garden and. You know, he was, they they shot a concert film there. And I mean, he's surrounded by, there were people, I think, behind him. Like, it was like 20,000 people, uh, you know, in this arena. And to me, it's like, that would be awesome if I got to that point that somebody wanted to put me in Madison Square Garden. Right now, it would be pretty hollow. I think <laughs> if I was, it'd be basically, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's more crowded here when we have basketball practice. But, uh, but for some reason, yeah, it, uh, I, I just think that if, it, if I went there, if you go there and you do stuff like that, it's like concert halls, theaters, those are about the pinnacle of, you know, you know, intimate comedy experience. But when you get into things like that, like arenas, yeah, it starts to get scary. And I don't think comedy really fills up that air enough. Because remember, you know, like when we were at the Rose Bowl, you know, Dice told me about doing the Rose Bowl. Like, big venues like that, get they they tend to swallow up a comedian pretty quickly. And... I just, I don't know if that would be something I'd be, I'd be nervous as fuck before that show. So, yes, I would like the honor. No, I wouldn't really be looking forward to doing it because it's just, it's too big. It's just so big. And there's just so many people, a lot of people there to yell from the back. Who cares? So, yeah, I, I, I don't know who cares there. You always talk about, too, like, your favorite rooms are the ones with the low ceilings and kind yeah. of, like, close and stuff. And explain how, because you said this last night about your set, how laughs would, and I can't say it, like, they would, someone would laugh and then the room would suck the laugh. Oh, yeah, last, what was it, was it, was it last night? Or yeah. It's a comedy store? Yeah. No, it was two nights ago, because last night was my birthday, Whatever. so. Yeah, two nights ago at the comedy store, my... Because uh, I'd never heard that, like, before being married to you, I never knew that was a thing in comedy. Yeah, that that was... Wait, I, that was one where I literally was, I mean, driving home, like, I should have stayed home. Why didn't I stay home? Fuck me, I should have stayed home. Uh, it was just a shitty set. Um, But uh, it was one of those nights where it's just like... It, it, I guess there are some comics who can perform their act in a vacuum. To me, it's like I need to be able to feed off of, you know, kind of the bounce back with, you know, I know that this is funny. So I say it and people laugh. And then I say this and people laugh more. People didn't I say this. people, And it's like I know that there's a certain rhythm to it. And when I, they don't laugh at all. I start to forget my lines, <laughs> you know, like I start to forget where I'm at, what I'm doing. All I'm thinking about is like the fact that I'm smiling, even though we all know that one just bombed. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And I just, I don't, <laughs> I, I just, I think that with length of laughter too, when you're depending on it, if it goes away too quickly, then like, if people just laugh, because there, there are some rooms that are like that. Like, just the, the other night was like that, Sunday. 
people, you know, they 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 laughed at certain jokes, but they hushed really quickly. It was just like, ha, 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 and then back down to nothing. And it was like, I had no residual laughter to sort of build off of. It's like, it's like, I guess maybe if you're riding waves, it's, I don't know. It's just, I'm not, I don't surf, but you know, like there's the, resi- there's the one big wave and then there's the, the little big wave gets you going and the little wave keeps you going. Yeah. Yeah. You're riding those other little ones into shore or something like that. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I couldn't, I could not. I just wish I'd have stayed home that night. That was a fucking kick in the balls. And it sucks because it's like I was on such a high from the night before. But that ended that night too. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Saturday night I was doing, I did caplets. It was, it was a really, yeah, it was a, probably my favorite one so far. All this new stuff. And I mean, by the time I was on my way to the comedy store that night to do another set, I was already anxious and 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 pissed off. Like, I just was like, it's that fast, it's that fleeting, you know. It's like crack, dude. <laughs> it really is. It's like it's it's there and gone. And uh, yeah, I. Uh, but the high is something that you just you you want because it's who you are. So Friday night, we did the All Things Comedy live podcast with Bill Burr and Al Madrigal, which I thought it was going to be Moshe Kesher. Mm-hmm. Moshe Kesher. He wasn't there. Neil Brennan was there, but they had him on first. Like, it was just set up. Everything, they didn't tell us much beforehand, mm-hmm. but it was just completely different than what I expected anyways. Yeah. So they had Neil on before us, and then it was Bill, you, me, and Al, the second half, and... I've never been on a stage and spoken to an audience before or or into a mic before in front of an audience. And I'm up there with you fucking three. It was, it (laughs) (laughs) and you you bitched about your, uh, your right to be up there too. I know. (laughs) It was so, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm still like confused by the entire thing. Like, because what you're saying is that laughter keeps you going and stuff. Like, I heard people like laughing at something I said and I got scared. I'm like, I resorted to that person, like the little kid who's like, why are you laughing at me? Like, right. I didn't like that. Right. I well, didn't like yeah. the idea of like, because I grew up in a house where it was like, you don't make fun of people because you don't want people to laugh at you and mm. you don't want to laugh at people. Like, laughter wasn't a thing that you should do. So it was just so weird to have people sitting there staring at you and holding like it was just the weirdest. I can't. I yeah, can't it obviously it's describe weird. what it I, was. I I still like Bill Burst like asking me a question. I just like staring and drooling at him. Like you, words, Mister. You take it hard. for granted after a while, but it does. It's still something that still registers on me pretty frequently. Where I'm just like, I, what? All of these. All of these strangers are here to listen to me talk. (laughs) You know, they're all waiting for me to, whatever I'm going to say next. And uh, I really, yeah, it's, uh, it gets, you get spooked out by it. It's really, it's creepy um, when you start thinking like that. But uh, I, yeah, having people stare back at you was so weird. Like, I mean, sitting in my own house talking to my husband with my puppy on my lap is Mm -hmm. one thing. 
when you're holding a mic with three professional comics and there's people staring at you, it's like a whole different level of shit. It was just. Yeah. It, well, plus, I think, like, what you're talking about, like, people laughing at you. You, like, as a comic, you want everybody to laugh at you when you want them to laugh, when you intended them to laugh. I have certain times when I'm still like, I know that, you know, I get lost in what I was saying or I flub a word or something like that and I hear somebody over on the side laugh at that and I'm like, hey, shut up. All right, <laughs> look, that wasn't funny or or they'll just, I'll just make a statement, you know, like, I, I mean, uh, like I... I I'm married, and somebody's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? That's not a joke. It's, <laughs> it's I was serious. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, comedy is one of those arts that never, you never really gain the respect that you would want because you still, you're still only as good as you are that day. And you can't carry last night into today. You can, last night might help you, give you some good graces for a few minutes, but it's still about what are you bringing today? Because if it sucks, we won't laugh and you're going to feel bad about yourself. And uh, so it's it's a nonstop kick in the balls. It really is. It's a, it's a tough to business. What I'm about to say, I don't want you to think that I'm like, I've been on stage once and now I understand how every comedian feels ever. But I do kind of have a glimpse into what you said. Like before we were like, oh, there's a woman on the left wearing a blue shirt and she was playing on her phone the whole time. And I'm like, there's th 300 other people in this room. How did you pay attention to just that person? But mm -hmm. I kind of have an understanding now of like, the perimeter of the stage, yeah. how those people are so detrimental to what you're saying. Yeah. Like there was this woman who kept talking and I just like couldn't even think what was happening because I was so intrigued by like, what the fuck is this person doing? Yeah. Like you really like around that stage, it's. it's and you remember that person for yeah. a while. I mean, you'll, there are certain people who just, you know, They'll, 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 they'll hijack your show. I understand that now. You know, the, you'll remember them because they were just too close to the stage and they just wanted to fucking talk the entire time. Like, why would you say, put us in the front row, we want to catch up. We haven't seen each other in 20 years, let's go talk right in front of the stage. Like, it's just, I, I really, every comic, we just... We remember it because we can hear it. I'm sensitive to... There was a like, I'm hypersensitive to, to everything that's being said around me. And I I kind of understand that now. There's a woman to the left who kept nodding, like, really hard. And <laughs> it was just, like, so, like, I couldn't stop staring at her. Like, why are you nodding that hard? That Your neck must hurt. Like, yeah. I kind of get what you're talking about, how now that everybody's little things going on. Somebody, people just, uh, like, that keep answering like everything that I say, like where I'm on stage and you just, they just have an answer for it. And then you get off stage and you feel like you, you've basically battled this person the entire night to just get your job done, you know, because they had to sit right in the front and the rest of the crowd is behind them. So in order to get to the rest of the crowd, 
I had to battle dumbass here who doesn't know how to, you know, yeah. uh, be in public. And I, you know, it's like you get off stage and you you tell everybody like, man, that fucking fucking lady wouldn't shut the fuck up. And you know, the doorman, the the managers, they're they're all like, oh, what? Sorry, we didn't know. Right. We had no idea. And it's like because they were tucked all the way up front, so it's just just you and them. And their fucking mouth. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just always like, I wish, I wish it was like jury selection where it was like every show I had, I could like, there was like, they gave me like, like 10, even five, you know, picks of people I could get rid of, <laughs> you know, just go that, that, yeah, out of here, out of here. Yep. Gone. Yep. See ya. And. Those people are what prevents, I mean, they just prevent so many shows from being phenomenally good because he would have had a, such a great experience with an otherwise awesome audience, but there was that, that one group, you know, or whatever at a table that, you know, oh God, yeah, it, it was, it's our fucking company party <laughs> and they just won't shut the fuck up and they ruined it they ruined the whole thing for everybody else and me because i mean i i feel bad about it for the people who you know i now have people coming you know they come to my shows and they're like we bought tickets however many months ago and right you know they drive long distances and whatever and it's like you know i feel bad enough because it's like i want every show to go you know, perfectly. I want it to you go. Want them to have a great I want experience. it to be. I want, and I want me to have a great experience, which means they will have a fantastic experience if I do. And I just, it's like that won't happen because I don't get to cut some jury members. You know, <laughs> I basically they just, just give me five every show. Give me five, please. I hate saying I get it, man, but I'm glad I did it because I do have a greater respect for what you do. Yeah. And I do now understand how a person can, like, throw you off just by nodding her head too much. Mm-hmm. Laughing at the wrong time. Right. Fucking... I don't think I ever want to do it again. Like, that, <laughs> that was enough for me. <laughs> like... I, feel, I, I still feel bad. I told you before, like, when I, me and Timmy lived together, he was... He mentioned to me that he wanted to go, like, just experience, as an experience. Yeah. You know, go on stage and just see see what happens, you know. And I, I remember I was too young at the time, and I told him, like, I was so worried about everybody at, at, like, the comedy store judging me because I basically got my buddy on a spot, you right. know, on, on potluck, and he sucked because he'd never done it before. And everybody be just judging me. Fucking Ari. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ari's judgments. And uh, I, I I, told him, I'm like, dude, you, you don't want to go to the comedy store. You should go try, maybe try like a coffee shop or something. Like one of the smaller rooms. And then, you know, work on some stuff. And then go to the comedy store. Like I was just basically, I dissuaded him from that. And I am still mad at myself to this day that I dissuaded him from just going and having that experience like he wanted to at that place. Of course he should do it at that place. 
because that's the place to do it. That's the right. place where, yes, of course, go to the comedy store. Yes, I host Potluck. I will, yeah, you. I didn't want to see him bomb either, so I guess that was part of it too. I hosted at the time, so I didn't want to have to watch my friend eat it, but uh, I still should have been more mature and more, have more foresight, I guess. I don't know. We 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 all have regrets. Sorry, Timmy. Again, piece of shit. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I, um, Are we going to go watch him do his first set? Um, if you still want to, Timmy, I'll I'll pull some strings. But uh, otherwise, um, I don't know what what night are they going to be here. Uh, I think they come in on Sunday, but we'll see them on Tuesday because you get okay. in from Houston on Monday and you leave for Tempe on Wednesday. I think he'd have to go in on Monday, but I don't think he wants to. I think he's probably older and doesn't care now, but uh, if he wants to, whatever, it's fucking Timmy. Just I mean, just do my podcast. How about you do that next week? It's so different. On the podcast, we have Timmy. Trust and, me, um, Timmy, I know. I've been on stage once, so I know. Why did you have to do your <laughs> sultry voice when you said that? I, Trust me, Timmy. <laughs> I wasn't sultry. I am Jamie, like... goddess of, of stage time. <laughs> that is my I know everything voice. <laughs> because I've held a mic on stage with other comedians once, I know what it feels like to be a comedian now. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. I never want to do it again. Of course, of course. I've never had a desire to be a comedian. That was never... A yeah. goal of mine. I, you like I, to remind me a lot that I'm not a comedian, and I'm always like, hello, I'm aware of this. No, I, I what do you mean I remind you that when you're When I was a complaining that All Things Comedy hadn't asked me to be on the show originally, which I did find out someone had dropped out, and they went by Twitter numbers of who was coming. So mm -hmm. I had the next amount of Twitter followers, I guess. That was the only reason why I was invited then. But um, you reminded me a thousand times. She was complimenting you're herself there. With, like, uh, anyway, like 3, I, uh, mine keep dropping too. <laughs> <laughs> well, stop saying things. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I remind you that. What do I remind you? I don't remind you. Were you were saying that they didn't invite me because I wasn't well, a comedian. It, it, yeah, but that uh, in that case, it was just that was a. Those were uh, you know, special circumstances. The, this is, I'm just saying, around the house, I don't just go up to you, you know, hey, remember, <laughs> you you're, not a, you're not a comedian. And all you're right? not a comedian. <laughs> so, so, so you better get that through your skull right now, kid. You're not but a you comedian. you give a good blowjob. <laughs> no, I, I never say that. Damn it. I was hoping I'd get one thing. Well, you, you won't. Are we going to? Uh, Hi, John. I'm a big fan and think you're amazing. This is all from her. Can I ask a fan question? Are yes, you a ticklish Jamie, you guy? Can... If yes, where? That's from Maggie six six six. Okay, uh, evil Maggie. <laughs> um, we, uh, uh, he likes to have his nipples pinched. So when you see him in line, do not touch my fucking nipples. <laughs> um, I just, I, yes, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, pretty much just anywhere. On my body that you can see, I'm yeah, I'm ticklish there, so don't touch it. And um, I can't even like scratch your back. Like I try to like scratch you your back. Like those like, light scratches, like feathery. Well, that's because my ex boyfriend likes light scratches, and that's just what I'm used to doing at this point. 
Because my last, last boyfriend, oh, I like, getting hard your, scratches. I love getting your ex-boyfriend's back scratch. That's fucking fantastic. how the process of back scratches went. My first boyfriend liked hard back scratches. And then the boyfriend after that liked light ones. And it took me a while to transfer from hard to light. And now I'm still on light mode. I and you're I, like, I don't like my... I, I don't really like a, I mean, back scratches in general. I guess I don't... I don't know. I guess, yeah, I'm prickly. I guess I just don't have a conversation about that on one of the next podcasts of like what I actually got this idea from Nikki Glazer's podcast I listened to one of hers mm-hmm. and they were talking about like what you learn from past relationships mm-hmm. and like just back scratching just brought it up and I like that idea of like sayings you say and things you learned and just like it's, it just things that you do now only because of a past relationship right I well, like I, I don't, I don't know if if I could fill an episode with that. No, I, <laughs> I, mean, I uh, But but sh- we'll 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 put it in the uh, the the suggestion box and um, <laughs> we, we'll move on. Uh, I uh, yeah, I, I I'm ticklish. I don't like being fucking. I guess yeah. I don't like, like people. Touched. I don't like people touching me. I, I mean, I'm a good, I, I shake hands. Anybody wants. You're a good like, hugger. Like a hug or anything like that. I'll give you a hug. But yeah, like don't. I hate when people like, even before I was married, like when women would grab my ass after shows. You don't like, have an ass. St- I, well, where it's supposed to, the top of my legs, finally. <laughs> fine. It's just, it's just, I, I mean. Because it's such a double standard. It's like you know. I mean, if a if a if a if a woman or if a man did that to a female comic, right, he'd be in jail. But it's like because I'm a guy, it's like oh, don't act like you don't like it. And it's like right. no, I don't. Stop touching me, and you shouldn't be touching my butt anywhere because before shows, <laughs> yeah, there's just uh, yeah, you you. Yeah, you you should wash that. But um, it's just not. I don't like when people. I don't like when people just help themselves to a touch. You just grab shit just because you think, oh, he's he's gonna be okay with that. He's not. You wouldn't go up to your dentist or your lawyer or your local firefighter and just like grab their ass and start kissing on them, right? So why do you go up exactly. to a comedian or someone in the entertainment business and do it? You just, yeah, exactly. I couldn't you just imagine think, doing that. Because yeah. Of, like, there's no way that I would go up to, like, someone I'm a fan of and just start licking on them. I, I just, I have the, my, I don't sign body parts rule that I do across the board now. Just because just it's like, look, it's, plus you'll regret it anyway. It'll be... You'll just wake up with a brown signature on your tits and be like, why did I have him do that? It's just, it's weird. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't like when people help I themselves. Like, oh, you have, your nipples are so sensily. Yeah, do not touch. They're very Oh, sensily is a word that I use. I forget that it's not a real word. I forget that it's not a real word. My nipples are sensitive. <laughs> I, you- I, I, look, I'm... <laughs> I am a man, and I'm okay with admitting my nipples are sensitive, so I want everybody to respect that and go to sleep, all right? You even have, like, a cloth thing that goes around the, um, what's that thing called? That go the car belt seat. Car seat oh, belt. Oh, seat belt. Seat belt car. 
the shoulder belt, I have a, uh, I have a, a whatever, like it's a, it's like a pad that I put there. Because it goes right, like every car I get it, like if I'm adjusted right in the seat, the the belt goes nipple. right under, no, it goes right under my nipple and it like, it saws it off. Like it just, it just goes back and forth as I move and just, just continues cutting my nipple off and it hurts. So I, I put a pad there and now. You're such a baby. Now I, now I'm okay. Now I'm cushioned. This is the guy I married. My boyfriend before you, he had his nipples pierced and he was playing lacrosse. I know you love lacrosse players. <laughs> and, and, and nipple piercing too. Uh -huh. What the fuck? And his nipple rings got torn out while he was playing lacrosse. Like he has scars on his nipples from like losing his nipple rings. Like he had slid on his stomach, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there. And his like piercings came out. They were torn out of his fucking tits. <laughs> And you can't even handle a seatbelt on yours. First of all, my nipple issues have nothing to do with that shit, okay? He he knew what he was getting into when he did a fucking slide with when he knew he had ornaments on himself. So look, you go you don't go putting ornaments on your tree if uh <laughs> if you if you're not gonna be able to handle it, alright? I uh yeah, my friend used to do body piercings when we used to work at the golf course, and he, uh, I swear to God, we, we came right from catching a gopher. He got a call on his cell. He's like, I gotta go do a piercing. Do you want to go with me? And I'm like, yeah, I, as long as I'm getting paid to do nothing, fuck it. <laughs> and I just remember, I just remember, like, seeing that kid, it was, he turned 18 that day, I remember, that was why... You know, because that kid's, it's what dudes do when to celebrate 18 is get your tongue pierced, I guess. <laughs> um, but he was getting his tongue pierced, and I just remember just watching my friend there with, he had rubber gloves on, but still, it was like, I <laughs> just saw him with with a gopher tail right between those his fingers, and he's now piercing your tongue. <laughs> Something's something's gonna fall off, dude. That's in. Yeah, that's just. I I think we gotta go. Fine, I can't get up. There's a puppy in my way. Good night, everybody. A happy birthday, baby. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs>